Safe and Happy Periods is a self-funded social impact initiative by Sarika Gupta, her sister Ragini and their two friends. Safe and Happy Periods encourages a shame-free, dignified and sustainable menstruation time for women in India. Using a combined approach of education and pad distribution to spread awareness and increase access to sanitation. In conversation with me. Uh, so tell me, how did Safe and Happy Periods come about? Okay, so uh, Hira, it was February 2016 when me and a bunch of my friends, three friends, okay. uh, uh, we were talking about this whole issue of periods not being spoken about very comfortably. Mm-hmm. Among and uh, just as a matter of concern and our intention of doing something, you know, giving back something to the society, we started off. Uh, not mm-hmm. knowing that work would scale up like this and we'll get opportunities to do workshops for Shabana Ji and doing workshops in Africa and all these places. So uh, that was like, yeah, almost five years now that we started. Okay. okay. I started with a bunch of women in Rajasthan, where my, that's my hometown. And gradually, okay. opportunities, people started noticing our work, and uh, we received appreciation. We we saw that the change was reflected in people, the happiness was reflected, and that's where, and I was, uh, uh, I, I worked for an ad agency in the beginning of my career, and okay. my boss, the ad agency's uh, founder, he gifted the logo mm-hmm. of safety to us. So, you know, people oh. came by, he helped us. And uh, I think we were still pretty late in uh, uh, forming a trust because okay. two and a half years, three years later, we realized that with our own funds, we may not be able to achieve what we are really looking at. So that's mm-hmm. when people came in. They helped us to uh, create a trust under which. So we created a trust in the name of Amodini Foundation, wherein Safe and Happy Periods is a flagship project. So, yeah, now okay. we are going ahead with and 12-day certifications which can be helpful in getting the, you know, CSR funds and things like that. So I would say out and out it was universe that helped me to come up with everything and it's, it's working so harmoniously and beautifully. I know that there is some workshop that you do on pain management. Now this is something very unique. Nobody talks about pain management and this is something that most women have a problem with. Kira, you very rightly said, not many people talk about the pain management because women are so uncomfortable talking about the period. Right. It's like they are taken for granted and even women themselves, they take their health for granted. They they feel that pain is is an inevitable part of their life or inevitable part of period. So when we go, we tell them that you have a choice to get away from the pain. It's up to you. So we teach them right. uh, uh, within the given time that we get about one hour to one and a half hour uh, in the workshop. We teach them a sequence of two or three asanas. So I've had the chance to learn Ayurveda yoga uh, for the last couple of years where they taught us uh, certain asanas that can elevate you, your pain. You can have a better hormone uh, uh, you know, management yeah. and it, it can help you in your pre-menopause and menopause phase. So we okay. actually demonstrate it to them and uh, if given a chance we involve each and every participant in going. Sarika, there is a total lack of awareness and total lack of hygiene awareness too. The word sanitary napkin is not spoken aloud and with the movies and the advertising, people are beginning to understand a bit about it, but still there are many women. Right? 
happening uh, hira uh, with movies as you rightly said you know with the movies the change yeah. is happening but uh, it's it's something like you know you remember when we were in our school we used to have a, a biology chapter on reproductive system and the teacher yeah. would uh, skip through that particular uh, chapter <laughs> would would ask you to you know go through it on your own and probably this is not the right time to read it yeah. so yeah people are uncomfortable about it especially when you go to rural areas because right. uh, their mothers are uncomfortable talking about it forget about fathers so now uh, so that's where you know uh, we why we chose to talk uh, talk about education and awareness to safe and happy the main reason was still there is uh, an element of shy uh, yes people are uncomfortable talking about it so now that when we have more men talking about it it, it becomes easier you know the change right. may not happen overnight but over a period of time when people are exposed to education awareness when more and more people come on common platforms look into each other's eyes and talk about it things are going to get better uh, you talk about yes. people going and buying the sanitary pads like when we did our research we realized that even in urban settings a lot of women still feel uncomfortable and somebody else makes the decision making for them they will go buy the pads for them so you know they they are not comfortable telling about the brand or what sort of things they want yes. their, their male family members would simply go buy it and give it to them sometimes when uh, the women are daily wage earners uh, you know people in this segment they don't even have the authority to take out 20 rupees for their you know for buying their sanitary pads and so i think education is one bit and uh, sarika tell me you know there are all these myths and taboos and even if we may say that we have evolved and all the all the all that talk that we do women still are being asked to stay away from religious ceremony over the so many years that you have worked with the women uh, how have what are the kind of stories you've heard or the or the grumbling the myths and taboos are going to be around for some more time if i look at my mother or my grandmother it's very difficult for them to change because they have been conditioned for years into that moreover yeah, the yeah. we talk about now were very important 20 years 30 years uh, ago you know women i i i remember my mother has taken care of you know the cows and buffalo she had at home she has seen that time in villages so earlier women were deliberately kept aside from kitchens and religious ceremonies because they had to do a lot of work they people wanted them to like rest for four days sometimes you True. know were living in villages and uh, the temples used to be far off and women would have to travel through the forest to reach and seeing that you know the animals would smell the blood they were they were told oh. to. so, so the reason oh. were totally different back in time of course today if you look around like people are living people have shifted from joint families to nuclear families in urban areas you would see like a nuclear family husband wife and a kid so if a if a wife is in her teens and she doesn't enter the kitchen who will cook for the family so she she needs to be allowed but what we do when we go to our uh, sessions in school we tell them the psychological reasoning behind the taboo but we give them a choice of how they want to carry on or how they want to treat it when they become independent individuals when they they become mothers how they want to treat it for themselves and their daughters of course now uh, i know it's it's very frustrating for youngsters because they have been told 
they they have been put on certain restrictions that no you can't get, enter into the kitchen you cannot you know go into the temple this is one question i face in almost every workshop that i go so we have to tell them in a balanced way so that they don't become rebellious when they go back to their homes because we homes. don't want right. we want them to wait a minute give a pragmatic view to the whole situation so that they understand and respect what their elders are saying for now but tomorrow when they become you know we always teach the women to be empowered but we do not realize that uh, it's easy to say but when you actually go back home there is there are some uh, you know family rules or family uh, you know culture or something that you have to bow down to you you cannot say i am going to do it the way i want unless as you said you're in your own home and you have uh, you know your own uh, See, because then again, realize this: when you're in your own home, you're making your own rules, and you expect people to follow the rules the way you are putting it in your own nuclear home. But when yes. you're with, with uh, the thing, you are actually questioning, and yes. there's no harm in questioning. But you have to understand sometimes that yeah, things will not happen. Feminist all the time. Uh, that doesn't work. That that usually, you know, boomerangs. That's what I have seen. Yes. Yes, and especially in certain cultures and certain religions. See, there is we are a such a diverse country, so you cannot tell uh, what will work for me will work for you and work for the other person also because everybody is, uh, uh, you know, steeped in a different culture, different thought process. I think here it's a very personal thing, and in all fairness, we have to respect. Like in our own world, yes. we are we can decide. But the moment we are out, and it, it can't be. Uh, I mean, for in all practical purposes, I don't see. the myths and taboos going just like i remember sarika listening to you talking on an international forum on this subject i was really a little uh, taken aback by the way they uh, are seeing this whole uh, uh, you know this whole issue there was this yeah. lady who talked about being in a you know about uh, periods and the women in prison and you remember yes. that that lady yeah. who spoke about that was such an interesting conversation nobody really thinks that there are women in prisons how are they being looked after during that time in prisons it, it was a thought that really remained here with me you know but i've been really longing for an opportunity we tried reaching out to some people but i think the bureaucratic setup or probably we didn't push it enough but that schools are having sex education these days yes but there is nothing uh, as you said earlier that uh, that chapter was missed in you know you were told to do it at home so but this topic needs to be discussed in school and not just school where there are girls where there's a coed education even more because uh, see in our in, in our families there may be a family where there is no daughter and there may be only sons so in school if they are, if they are sensitized to this uh, to this whole uh, uh you know what it is all about what happens then i don't you think there will be a complete uh, new way to understand this it would be beautiful you know hira and that's where when we go to school authorities we tell them when a women when a girl is almost like 10 years of age that's the time we should prepare her to welcome her first period it should not come as a shock to her which usually does right. if you look at our research uh, that we have done more than 75% girls periods was a shock to them because no one prepared them and when True. we talk of teaching period education in schools the women themselves are not comfortable the teachers themselves are not comfortable talking about it so you know it it's a skill i would say and moreover when a person comes from outside 
the students are more comfortable sharing their so in in india i really hope that you know the school authorities start doing it for the boys at the right age so that they become more empathetic you know friends husbands later on yeah. sons or yeah. so that's that's really important school is the right place that's, that's truly important that's truly important and uh, so you reach you reach out to schools or you reach out to corporates or you do your workshops for uh, we have been doing it primarily for the schools when we do it for the colleges they are more for creating change agents and volunteers and to become like trainers in themselves then we do it for uh, women groups uh, sometimes we talk about periods sometimes we talk about the premenopause and menopause for corporates we have done it once or twice uh, we have done okay. csr workshops for the corporates like we we did two sessions for sex workers in kamatipura area and grand road where we actually did a workshop in brothel right there that was such a horrifying experience in a way i had never thought in my life that i would enter a brothel oh that experience has been really traumatic for you now uh, i didn't tell my parents or any of my friends before because i knew they would you know they would be more like that yeah they would have been worried but uh, i went through an, an ngo called oss you know they are into rescuing and rehabilitation of sex workers so i along with few of my international volunteers and two team members so we were really protected uh, you know they came to fetch us and things like that we we spent we had spent close to 3 hours with them so there our focus was more on uh, pain asanas you know they shared some stories with us and then we also tried to donate some sanitary pads because that is one thing you know with whatever they earn even spending 40 rupees for a monthly supply so sarika tell me something about reach and impact what matters reach and impact what matters ah separate so what we are doing right now we are trying to reach out so of course reach uh, you know menstrual education just meeting them once is not enough there needs to be a follow up constant which unfortunately we have not been able to do though we okay. really want so you know uh, uh, you need resources money people everything to uh, you know do the follow up sessions and do things like that uh impact again as i said uh, you know once it may not be enough it needs to be hammered again and again and uh, like like i'll i'll just give you an instance we we had an opportunity to do a session for father agnel school in washi and uh, the the principal decided on a saturday they, the the girls would just have a session on uh, menstruation and nothing else for those next 3 4 hours so that was the only thing the kids went through on a saturday when we did the session and you won't believe and there was only girls only girls again there were about 150 to 200 girls uh, i mean okay. parallelly there was another session going on for boys from uh, from a male counselor apparently oh. so uh, oh. throughout the, the moment the girls came out of the session they were all talking about it to the teachers and all so the lady my friend who's a counselor there in the school she called me up in the evening that sarika we are really now getting bothered because everyone is asking what was there today that the girls are just so happy and talking about it you know the impact i'm talking about the impact impact yes yes all 
teachers in the school knew that there was some phenomenal session that took place and the girls enjoyed and by the end of the day the school authorities received hundreds of sms's from the mothers saying that thank you for the uh, is there anything that to teach uh, the young girls about the kind of infections that they could uh, you know face or how you know because i remember in the session that i did again we were talking about uh, not just the period itself but you know what happens during a period the yeah. the girls were very uncomfortable talking about the problems that they faced during that time you know so yeah. do you do you address that too i mean those kind of things too of course you must be but any tips or anything that you'd like to share on that part of the story See, menstrual hygiene is an important aspect of the workshop so a lot of uh, issues like you know itching because of the sanitary pads women use they are they are almost 99% plastic so you know you would have chafing in the inner part of the thighs or irritation so we tell them to apply so, coconut uh, oil I've, i have a fascination for ayurveda so i try to bring in the ayurvedic uh, tips like ragini is right now studying ayurveda so she helps us okay. with tips during menstruation so hygiene yeah we tell them to you to change their pads at at regular intervals wash your clothes if you're using a cotton uh, like cloth or a cloth pad we give them tips on uh, you know how to uh, keep it in a hygienic way uh, these are few of the things we talk about in in hygiene but can i also throw a little bit light on the rack because as you said you know hygiene so definitely definitely we try to sensitize the girls in the workshop we show them pictures where the men are actually physically entering into the manholes and trying to pick up the the soggy you know pads so this this makes them at least think for for a minute or so that you know we are responsible for our own trash our own pads so we should True. properly uh, tie it in a piece of paper or put it in like the the paper envelopes and that's how they need to throw so yeah hygiene both for them and for rack pickers is an important part of our workshop so can i ask you one last question before we you can give us your a final input uh, people are suddenly talking about going back to cloth <laughs> why is this is why is this you know why i'll tell you i know the world is round you know and all that because i have seen it all you know yeah. i mean i've seen the entire uh, it all so it makes me wonder because it's like you know uh, why do we want to go back to uh, something that didn't work then because yeah. uh, the women who have used the uh, those pads the cloth pads know the problems that come with it you know yeah. and today we are it's perhaps because i don't know all these fancy uh, cloth pads and you know six in a pack and five in a pack and all that it 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 doesn't it doesn't entice me it scares me you know i mean because i have been through uh, both the both the the types you know so what what is your input on that you know i think see when we do our workshop we show them all the sanitation options that people use worldwide right from menstrual cup to tampons to cloth pads to a routine pad to biodegradable pads which you get these days the girls okay. are really when they see the menstrual cup you know it it really yes. makes them curious but cloth pad i think there are a couple of reasons why it's bad one is earlier we never had so many uh, gynec issues arising out of uh, you okay. know the period issues like these days the fancy pads the normal sanitary pads that you see 
they have chemicals like dioxins and furans which mess with our uh, uterus lining because it is you know very close to our uterus lining for six for five days every month so that is one of the reasons second is uh, people the women are complaining of rashes and uh, uh, you know discomfort arising out of earlier women were confined at home so they had the liberty of changing the cloth as and oh. when they want now the women True. are you pulling multiple responsibilities so they need some comfort oh. and now yes you more and more ngos coming up with very comfortable cloth pads like you see the normal pads with wings that stick onto your panty so now they have put in uh, those uh, touch buttons which get fastened to your okay. panty so you know earlier cloth was difficult because they were always scared that it would come out of the panty now not anymore and now there is more and more you know awareness that people want to switch to reusable people are talking about sustainability people are talking about their own personal yes. health so the movement that is going on is making people uh, you know make a switch if at all they want so there is growing awareness and uh, liberty of course there is a tag that if you are sustainable if you are eco friendly you know it puts you in a different segment of people altogether so these are true, few true. which is not yeah, bad there is a pro of everything there is a pro and con of everything so it is lovely talking to you sarika thank you so much Bye bye Hira thank you so much bye bye lovely talking to you bye so that was Sarika Gupta founder of Safe and Happy Periods I'll be back again with another story so until then namaste